Hey, this is Dustin Ibarra, and you're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. friends welcome back to another episode of mad scientist party hour my name's kevin Kraft, and the man sitting next to me is completely nude from the waist down with a full erection that he's currently burning with a magnifying glass that's jeff clark hey you can tell by my erection how happy i'm here i am to be here <laughs> and beaming to us from the lost city of poop the shiny bearded shit fly known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. So we're a day late. Yeah. Couple bucks short. You gotta apologize to some Puminati, just like I did. Yeah, all you, uh, what are they called, day one adopters? I apologize to everybody who waits a couple days to listen. Carry on as usual. <laughs> yeah. This doesn't, this doesn't necessarily apply to you. Yeah, your schedule is not at all affected. But yeah, I took I took some time off and went yeah, your sports on a little addiction. bit of a, a snowboarding trip. You know, me being the professional athlete that I am, uh, went with my my sister and my brother in law. Road trip to Vermont to hang out with my aunt, my dad, my cousins. The irony. My other sister. Yeah, it was. Uh, you skip MSPH because of a sports thing. Well, it was President's Day. I had to, That's you know. True. How was it? We're in Vermont. What, is it Killington? Is that the big? Uh, there, I mean, there's a ton part? of mountains in Vermont, but there we haystack. We right? That's in Vermont. We're in the like uh, Mount Snow Stratton area, and we just went to Stratton. I feel like I've had a bunch of friends go up there for skiing uh. and snowboarding when I was growing up. Maybe Killington isn't even a thing. Yeah, it is. It's something, but maybe, but it might not be in Vermont. I don't know. Whatever. So, how was your I, trip to Vermont? Was that the first time you've done any snow sports up there? No. Um, probably the last place I snowboarded before I started up again in Aspen was Vermont, because my my dad and my dad's side of the family goes up there all the time. So, right before I stopped snowboarding, that was probably the last place I went, and um, it's a bitch to get there because. Uh, I forget where they were saying the only like <laughs> airport Vermont. in Vermont is, but I think like uh, Burlington. Burlington, yeah. I was trying to think of the coat factory. I'm like, what the fuck's that? I wanted to say Birmingham, but I'm like, there's no Birmingham coat factory. But uh, yeah, flying into uh, the one Shuddy said is far is still far away. So I basically, I was trying to figure out the best fucking way to do it, and my sister and her, her husband live in New York, and they were like, well, if we're road tripping up to Vermont, we can stop by Albany, that's on the way, so if you fly into Albany, we can pick you up there. No direct flights to Albany. No. Go figure. Uh, I think there's, mm, I'm trying, no, I don't think there is actually, yeah, yeah, fuck. So every option was horrible. Like I was the the best way to maximize it. Cause I even took a day off from work, which 
I very, very rarely take days off from work when there's a show scheduled. So my mother obviously flies. We're from that part of the country, and she flies in and out of Albany. So, like, you're just explaining her, you know, yearly or bi-yearly nightmare. Because Albany is a... Don't don't they live in the city, Kevin? Yeah, you're just saying. And, yeah, I thought they were Hoboken, right? No, they live in Manhattan. Oh, the village? So why wouldn't you fly into one of the New York airports? Yeah, why wouldn't you? That's what I was kind of surprised by. I don't know. They uh, Apparently, Newark was the easiest for them. Because after Albany was scratched out, uh, because I was going to take a red eye. Like, if I didn't take any days off, I would have taken a red eye on Friday, landed Saturday morning, road trip up to Vermont, and then snowboard Sunday, and then fly home on Monday. It's like, Jesus Christ, that's... So much traveling, so much time just for, for one so day. For so little payoff. So do you think your like sister assumed that you can? there was a direct flight in Albany? Yeah. Yeah. And once we saw that it was just going to be an even bigger pain in the ass, and whenever you have a connecting flight, that's when you run the risk of them losing your shit. And any, any chance, I, I try to cut out any places where I could push my luck, anything where it could go wrong, I got to eliminate as much of that as possible so i flew into newark and i took a red eye and i i got super stoned before i left the house and i get to the airport flights delayed of course fuck me for flying united and uh, when i finally get on i fall asleep and i woke up so there's like crazy turbulence halfway through so i got two hours two and a half hours of sleep woke up took a little bit to fall back asleep and then when I woke up again, it was when we were getting close to, you know, the the final approach or whatever the fuck they call it in Newark. Final descent. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, man, my stomach hurts a little bit. And then I was like, oh, is it hot in here? And then in like a split second, I burst into sweat. Like, I don't think I've ever so violently burst into sweat in my life. Like, I thought my pores were just going to be spraying water out, like little water guns. I was just drenched. Like, I sweated through my hoodie. <laughs> okay. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I start feeling like... it. Uh, f- for a split second, I thought I had food poisoning again, because I've never felt anything come on that quick, except for the time I got food poisoning. I'm like, oh, no. I got coronavirus on the plane. That's where your head went to immediately, right? Yeah. So I was about to ask you... Before you carried on with your spiel, I didn't get a chance to jump in there. Do you believe in the law of attraction at all? Jesus Christ, Jeff. I'm just saying, I feel like every time you travel, you think of negative things, and I feel like that maybe increases your odds of negative things happening. Uh, it's like that whole thing where you you wanted to start smiling. Not the smiling. dumbest thing Jeff's ever said. Like, you know how you're starting to smile more at work, and you're trying to see if that works, or just in life, and seeing if that brings in more positivity and better um, I don't know, interactions. I've read The Secret. I've tried. All right. I'm sorry. I, I don't was... buy into it. I don't, I don't think that there's some like, like omnipotent ruling force in the universe that's like, oh, Kevin, he's being negative. I'm going to make him get sick for 10 minutes. So you, all, you think it's mostly dumb luck? Yeah. Well, well I mean, certain things. Obviously, like... If you have a heart attack, you know, when you're 40, but you eat cheeseburgers every day, that's not really dumb luck. Yeah. But I hear you. Okay. I'm just wondering. Uh, the flight. Because if that's want... the case, I would have sold a screenplay by now. 
fair enough. I wanted to talk but, to you about the flight stuff because like reclining on an on a plane has been like a major thing the past week. Have you noticed that? Yeah, and I have yet to I keep seeing all these headlines that it's a heavily debated and and yeah. and divisive topic on whether you should recline your seat on a plane or not. And I haven't seen anybody making the case that you should leave your seat directly upright. I haven't seen anybody make that argument. Really? Yeah. I've seen some people make this argument, and I was interested in how you guys weigh it in on this. Because I think it's just lunacy. I think it's a dickhead thing to expect someone to never recline their... Like, that's also, what they have it for. It's also lunacy to describe what that chair does as reclining. It goes right. back, yeah, like an inch a, and a half, a two centimeter. inches. I have never had it negatively impact me when the person in front of me has reclined their seat. And if you're one of those Ever. people that's stuck in the back row, like, sorry, you got the ass end of that deal. Like, you can't just be like, well, that person in front of me can't recline since I can't recline. It's like, well, you got the back seat, man. Next time, book your flight a little earlier and pick a different seat. Yeah, I mean, sometimes that's the way the cookie crumbles. But what I'm, I, I think what sparked the debate or the conversation is just some guy well, he had one of those seats, I guess, the, the the all the way at the back where he couldn't recline. And he's, like, hitting on this woman's chair who's in front of him. Yeah, I saw Just, it. You saw it. All right, so you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, everybody saw that, right? All right, all right, yes. all right. How, did I, how does no guy, like, step up and be like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I would like to think if I'm there. Actually, no. If I'm there, I would be like, dude, what are you doing? Like leave the this, general public is a bunch of fucking cowards. Leave it like who's the guy taping or the person taping this this interaction? Like how do you not? I it was hope the woman right? Something. Wasn't the woman just filming oh, it herself? Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, I'm tripping. Okay, I don't know, but um, so that's been like nationwide debate, um, really since we recorded last, and it's funny that you flew. So, so I'm, what was it? Keep continuing yeah, your story yeah, yeah, before before I ruined it. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I I was I was thinking like shit. Should I just stay in the airport and switch my flight and fly immediately home? We can rule out coronavirus though. Well, yeah, and it was also not the flu. I'm like, if it's not the coronavirus, I've got the flu or I've got food poisoning. I have to go and shoot diarrhea everywhere and barf right now. And I just it just passed. Like it was after the did you shit or did it just? No, I just sat there in my seat and was just like breathing. And I'm like. I can't fucking believe this. I can't fucking believe I went through all this trouble. Because it really was a bitch planning this whole trip and getting the time off. And it was it was a giant headache. And I'm like, wow. Just everything lined up perfectly for me to get sick just as we're about to land in Newark. But I don't know. I have no idea what it was. It was fucking weird, but it went away. So we road tripped up to Vermont. Freezing fucking cold. Holy shit. That might have been the coldest I've ever been snowboarding. Like when we got up to the peak... Stuff was, it looked like things were sandblasted, like, uh, uh, or like somebody just took, like they were decorating for Christmas and just coated everything in like fake snow. It looked like an Arctic bomb went off and it was going through, like the wind was blowing through my jacket, my snow pants, my, my hot chilies chilled me to the damn bone. It wasn't as nice as Aspen, was it? No. But it was it was still it was sick. Uh, the The snowboarding was awesome. I it was awesome to get to go and snowboard with my sisters and my brother in law and my dad. My dad only went for a little bit. Um, what is Joy? Does she ski? Does she snowboard? She skis. 
But my dad, when we were going down, going down the trails, they do it like we were all staying close together. But every time it got to like a flat part or a place where the trail split, whoever, whoever was in the front would just stop and then wait for everybody else to catch up. And then we'd be like, all right, we're all here. Let's continue on. Just so we, I guess we didn't get separated. So they stopped at this one part of the hill and my dad tries to stop. And he starts spinning in circles on his snowboard and just shoots right out into the fucking trees. How many times did you win snowboarding? My dad? Yeah. Countless times. So he's I have no idea. Like we skied when I was a little kid. And then around the time I switched to snowboarding like in eighth grade, so did my dad. And he's just been snowboarding ever since. Oh shit. Does he go a lot? I don't think so much these days. I think this was his first time snowboarding in a while. Right. But he used to go nonstop. Like My little brother, who didn't go on this trip, he supposedly just bombs the mountain, hits 20-foot jumps. He's supposedly just beyond sick. And yeah. they started snow- he started snowboarding when he was like four. My cousins, they have a cabin up there in Vermont, and they're trying to get into the Olympics. I'm like half pipe and shit. They're fucking, oh, yeah, you, you're talking they're fucking about that. nasty. Yeah, they're nasty. I don't know what mountain they are in. Or maybe it's New Hampshire, not Vermont. Anyways, carry on with your my, my My brother-in-law is a pretty good skier, too. He was going into the trees and shit and hitting jumps. And You're going in the trees. Like, you can do that purposefully? Oh, yeah. And it, all right. Is there like a warning sign or is it just kind of known? Like, I mean, well, it's, it's pretty it's, obvious, right? Don't go into the trees. Uh, unless you're... Well, no, I mean, there are, there are trails. Like, people go in the trees. It's I not see, like don't, a, don't go in the trees, but don't get caught. Like people right. just go through the trees. Do you, but that's more of like a skiing thing, right? You don't snowboard through trees because you have to be on a Some hill to do. snowboard, don't you? I mean, with skis, you can just like, it's they're not, next you, to the can't, trail. you don't go from downhill to cross country. They're not doing anything like that. All right. Yeah, Jeff, you dummy. All right. Well, hey, I'm going <laughs> to. Just stop being engaged. For somebody who's from monster. upstate New York, you know jack shit about winter sports. Yeah, for real. Absolutely. I'm much more of an urban personality, and I do not, I don't do really any winter sports. I mean, basketball's played in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's... I did my first black diamond. Nice. What was she like? Yeah. Hmm. Did she give you a reach around? Hey! I don't think I ever did a black diamond even when I was in high school and shit and used to snowboard almost every weekend. What's the highest belt you got up to? Or diamond or whatever. What? <laughs> like, like I was trying to make a joke. Like, a, you know, the purple belt is the one before, before the black belt. What's the second highest behind a black diamond? It goes green circle... Blue square, black diamond, and then double black diamond. Okay. So you did a black diamond, not a double black diamond. Yeah, yeah. Just just a black diamond. But Blue I mean we square. it yeah. was it was steep. It was definitely the steepest thing I've ever been down. And you know that you've never gone skiing or snowboarding, right, Jeff? I mean, a couple of times, but no. Well, let's, we'll just go with no. So like most of the times when you're <laughs> following a trail and it goes down, there's usually like a little landing where it goes flat for a second and then it just drops off again. And if it's steep enough, it looks that flat landing looks like a cliff. So my, my brother-in-law just bombs down it and just blindly flies off those things. 
because he knows like he's so good at skiing that he's just gonna yeah. catch the hill or whatever. So I'm I'm shitting my pants because you know like I'm we're in that age range now where when you fall and get hurt that whatever you fell and hurt hurts for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. like I don't want to add anything to the collection. So I'm trying my best not to eat shit. And the mountain got super crowded. Because I guess, you know, when they when they have a long weekend, all the yuppies are, you know, road tripping up there and on the mountains all day. So it's getting fucking packed. And I'm on the Black Diamond for the first time in my life. And these jerk-offs just stop in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like, you're, all these people are going down the mountain and someone will just stop and start picking their ass. It's like, you dumb fuck. So I ate shit, like, just trying not to hit people. The only times I fell were because a ski school just cut in front of me. Like, when someone's learning to ski and they're with an instructor, they just carve the entire length of the path. So, like, they're, they, if you're a novice like me, it can kind of be tricky to get around them. Because, like, you try to go around them and then they carve back and get back in your fucking way again. And you either collide with them or you eat shit. But none of the spills that, you've, that you took really hurt that bad? No, I, I hurt my ass. I fell on my ass quite a few times. And on the Black Diamond, I came so close to eating shit. Like, I lost control of my board, and I was kind of spinning out and clawing at the, the snow and just miraculously saved myself. And my brother-in-law was like, holy shit, I saw that. <laughs> but uh, one time I fell on my ass down a really steep part, and it just filled my ass crack with snow. Oh, no. It was such a bummer. <laughs> but it was, it was an awesome trip. I, I did, managed to not get hurt. Uh, I went snowmobiling. Which I'd never done before. Nice. And that was pretty sick. But then I got one of the snowmobiles stuck in a driveway. I've been so on a I snowmobile a bunch of times, actually. They're pretty cool. Yeah, they are sweet. But I've never been on well. a snowmobile. Maybe in my new rural setting, I'll be able to do it. Didn't someone famous die snow snowmobiling? Uh, mm. I think that's how Bonar, Marlon Brando right? went down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds uh, right. Uh, <laughs> So when the uh, when the weekend was wrapped up, you know I had to fly back to L.A. on Monday. So I had a 6 p.m. flight. It's about a four-hour drive from Newark to where we were in Vermont. So we were like, all right, if we leave at 11, it's probably going to be a, a little bit of traffic going back because everybody's you know traveling for the three-day weekend. So we're looking at Google Maps, and it's like, yeah, you have it's it's a four-hour drive. So I'll get to Newark at three. Plenty of time for my 6 p.m. flight. From Vermont to Newark? Yeah. No way. What do you mean, no way? That's what GP, That's what Google Maps said? Four hours yeah. from Vermont to Newark? Yeah. Holy shit. I would have guessed, I would have guessed probably eight. All right. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad at this stuff, I guess. So when we get on the road, we're all starving because we didn't really eat anything. And I'm like, well, we got time to just pop in a diner real quick. So we stop, got a quick lunch, uh, get back on the road, and then the GPS just keeps, the ETA just keeps rising and rising and rising. And I'm like, oh shit, this is getting, the, the rate that the ETA is rising is greatly outpacing our safety zone. And it gets to a point where I'm, Starting to think I'm fucked. And I'm like, oh, man. As I you're need... sitting in the diner and eating? No, as we're driving. Oh, as you're driving, I see. 
once we're back on the road. So I'm like, shit, I need, I need United to stay on brand and delay this flight too. And just as I'm thinking that, I get a text saying, your flight is delayed. And I'm like, yes. And then I open up the text, and it's like, your flight has been delayed four hours. I was like, what? No, not that much. <laughs> no. got to eat, eat, eat again. Yeah. So that, I'm like, oh, son of a fucking bitch. So by the time I get to the airport, there's no way they would have let me check my bags. Because I think I got there at like 530 and if they, they usually close the plane doors like 10, 15 minutes before the plane takes off. So even with TSA pre-check, I don't even know if I would have made it to the gate on time. They definitely wouldn't have let me check my bags. No. So it kind of worked out that it got delayed. But it was also, you know, obviously a bummer. But I, I always download a ton of shit on my iPad off of Netflix. So if I can't sleep on the plane or if there's any lulls or like this, a fucking plane gets delayed, I got a bunch of movies and shit to watch. So I finished off Lock and Key uh, and I watched, what did I watch? I watched a couple movies. Uh, Okja, the Bong Joon-ho movie. And what the fuck else did I watch? Oh, that, uh, that Coen Brothers movie on Netflix, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. They're okay. like Western anthology thing. So I watched those and then the uh you know, with the, the the plane delay, it said it was delayed due to like mechanical issues or some shit. And then I guess they just gave up and they were like, Yeah, that plane's fucked, so there's a whole new plane coming in. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put that plane out of its misery. Yeah. <laughs> so as I'm sitting there at the gate, I got to the gate, you know, obviously hours before the the plane takes off, and once you know the there, there was a previous flight at that gate going to, like, Ireland. So once that plane took off, and then it puts up the info for my L.A. flight, I see the map of the plane, and it's one of those, like, massive jumbo jets. The ones that's, like, ten seats across. Uh, basically the ones that are pretty much they only use for international flights. I've never seen one of these or been on one of them, I don't think. I think it was a... They're a, gigantic. Yeah, it was crazy. It's like a Boeing 737. Yeah. And... Right. You know, it's it was it was just a regular, you know, domestic flight worth of people that got switched to this fucking massive jumbo jet. So I'm looking up there where they have, you know, the standby list and the the upgrades and stuff. And I've I've remembered people telling me that you can go up and just be like, "Hey, you got he's got any uh, upgrades available?" And if they have a first class seat, they'll they'll just be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take one of the first class seats. We didn't sell we didn't sell them all." And they just bump people up who ask. Not like you don't have to pay any extra money either. No. What? Yeah. Sometimes they'll they'll just bump you up. And I fly with United. I've got like a hundred and fifty thousand lifetime miles with them or something. So wait, what did you say to them? Do you have any upgrades available? Just something like that. Yeah, because I'm looking up at it, and the first class is fifty seats. They have fifty first class seats on this flight. And you just figured there's enough and rich people. It said flying. that twenty one of them were had been claimed. Oh, it said that. Unlike yeah. the map thing. Okay. Yeah. So. There's 29 available first class seats. Yeah. What I didn't realize, so when I, I got this credit card that my sister was telling me about, and she's like, it's fucking awesome. You get so many rewards, you get so many points. That's how I got like my TSA pre check and global entry and all that shit. And she's like, you fucking dummy, you haven't been booking your flights through it. Like, if you go to the website, 
if you don't go to United and you go to the credit card website and book it through that, you get like extra points. On, you get points on points on points. So she, she showed me that little trick, and that's how I've been booking my flights lately. And this one I booked Basic Economy, which you aren't allowed to bring a bag on the plane. You're not allowed to carry on. So I had to... You have to check your bags. Yeah, and since I was flying with a snowboard, I had to pack a separate bag. and I had to check two fucking bags, which was a bummer. So when I go up there, I'm like, hey, uh, I just wanted to see if you guys had any you know, uh, upgrades available. She's like, sure, what's your seat number? And I tell her, and she like, types it up. And she's like, oh, I see you have basic economy. So no... Oh no! I was like, "What?" I'm like, "I'm a, I'm a frequent flyer. I have, I have, uh, you know, frequent flyer miles. I, I fly with you guys constantly." She's like, "I can get you a window seat." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you, you fucking scumbag!" For real, I thought this was gonna be a happy story. Now I'm getting <laughs> pissed off. It was, like, not only that, not only do you have not not allowed to check a bag, they put you on the very last. Um, boarding zone so you board dead last and when I flew to Newark everybody was like already on the plane like it wasn't like I was in a zone 5 boarding row like everybody was there seated except my one empty seat so if I didn't if it wasn't a basic economy I would have boarded earlier but they just make you board late which is kind of weird I feel like they would make it you would do that the opposite would be true, you know? Being on a plane is uncomfortable and sucks. So if you board first, that means you're on the plane the longest. I agree. I always thought that. Wouldn't it be easier just to file people in, like, back first? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it gives you, at first class, a little more, like, of a cushion to get there. Yeah. And you also don't have to sit there while the peasants walk by you and shoot you, like... Yeah. Jealous, jealous glares. Right. Yeah. You yeah, yeah. fucking one percenter piece of shit. Hope that leg room fucking gives you an aneurysm. I, but I also feel like I'm getting looked down on, even from the people sitting down already in first class. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. But I couldn't believe. I, I like. I, I don't know. I think it's when you book through the website of your credit card, it by default gives you the basic economy. And I just, I had no idea what that meant. I feel like my. Uh, financial situation defaults to me getting the basic economy. Like I don't, I've never flown anything besides what I would think is basic economy. But like, even like, oh yeah, we have twenty nine open first class seats, but you can't have one because you're basic economy. Like it's so weird. It's like you have to board very last. Which See, okay, weird, weird dig at me. I'm surprised they they don't like as you're walking on the plane give the other passengers garbage to throw at you. This is why I was kind of... slap you on the ass as you walk by. This is why I'm pissed off, because originally I was I thought it was going to be a happy story, and I was all excited, because you're just like, yeah, if you ask nicely to upgrade, sometimes we will just upgrade you. You just got to ask nicely. And I'm thinking, like, what? Like, get the fuck out of here. There's no way my dumb ass is going to go from back of the plane to first class just by asking nicely. That's not how it works. And lo and behold, of course that's not how it works. Like, yeah, yeah, we have 29 open seats. No, no one's asked. Fuck you. Take your ass back to basic economy. You know? And it's so Maybe weird. Maybe a window it's, seat. It's, it's, Maybe. It's, yeah. like, it's not like 
That sounds the like the basic economy know. ticket is some torn up seat with thumbtacks in it or something. Like it's the same seat you would have gotten if you just got economy. Right, but it's but, the absolute lowest fare, so they put all kinds of restrictions on it. And it was still expensive as fuck. Well, the, it just seems unnecessary. It's like it's well, like we're just gonna humiliate yeah. you for being poor. I doesn't everyone agree that like all right, we're now boarding basic economy. Everybody already on the plane. Point and laugh as they walk by. Get ready. One, two, three. <laughs> Look at the less fortunate. Point and laugh. I know, man. But I feel like everyone's in agreement that flying sucks. It's like everyone's least favorite thing to do, essentially. Oh, yeah. Well, moving. Moving and flying are, are pretty routine acts that suck. I guess moving's not not as routine as flying, but... Yeah, so with my a nightmare. with my crazy ass delay, I didn't get home until like two thirty last night, and and you were back at went him to at bed at three ten a.m. or when you when do you you you're on air at twelve, right? No, we go on air at two. At two, okay. But you know, I get up at eight and start working on you know show prep and all that. No shit. So I'm yeah, I'm pretty wiped out today. Thank yeah, God for dude. these fucking caveman coffees what, lighting a fire under my ass. What time do you get into the studio or the office? Um, I mean, we can't even get in. I can't even get into the studio to start setting it up until like noonish. Because there's a show so there. I'll usually work from home all morning and then go in maybe around 11. And then I'll just get more work done from my desk there and then set the studio up and then and then we go for it. That's so cool. But yeah, my, uh, my 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 Vermont trip wasn't all that eventful. How many? I Vermont didn't get any crazy. Dicks did you suck? I mean, it was it was fucking awesome. I mean, the conditions were sick. You it, know they have a lot of heroin up there in Vermont, right? Do they? Yeah, it. They love their fucking opo- opioids up there. In I Vermont. know it's a bunch of hippies, so I know they love their weed and their hallucinogens. Oh, they get they fucking they party up there in Vermont. They get after it in somewhat of a scary way. I've met a few junkies from Vermont. Such a weird. I that always threw me off. Like drugs, a drug problem in Vermont. Really? How can you even find drugs in Vermont? Oh, apparently they're everywhere. I guess. I guess you didn't. You didn't run any at Stratton, right? No, I just smoked a shitload of weed. Stratton, Oakmont. I did go snowboarding stone for the first time ever. That was fun in Vermont. Yeah, That's I enjoyed true. that. What did um? Did do they have? marijuana or uh, medical marijuana or recreational marijuana they have rec but it's still in the early like um train wrecks uh, stages so there's only there's only a couple i think of recreational ones and my cousin (laughs) my cousins are big potheads and they were telling me that like the closest dispensary was an hour and a half away that's not worth it you gotta hit on the way too well i just flew with a bunch of pre-rolls right which is also fucking sweet. God bless California. See, that's how fucked up Vermont is. They don't even have their shit together enough to f- to get more recreational marijuana spots open. You know? They've been smoking pot and into it their whole lives. But then when it comes time to actually open the market, they're just too fucked up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I think really trash in Vermont. I think there's supposed to be another weed vote in Vermont to kind of like expand the recreational stuff. But I, I don't know. I can, I can barely follow what California is doing, let alone the other side of the country. Yeah. But, uh, 
We actually, you know what? Hold on. I got I got a question. Is it a random one? Uh, unfortunately, not. It's it's more of uh, a question for you, Jeff. What's up, bitch? It's time to find out what it would take for Jeff Clark to suck a dick. Oh, yeah. So we're going to be getting getting into this, but the Oscars have happened since we last spoke. Uh, we watched them, and there was a performance by one Randy Newman. Yeah. Uh, of short people fame and the, the Toy Story theme. And it got me thinking... Jeff, I'm not sucking Randy Newman's dick. I like it. Doesn't, him though. It doesn't have to be Randy Newman's dick, but would you suck a dick, or every sexual encounter you have for the rest of your life is narrated by a singing Randy Newman, and the girl can hear it? I I am 100 percent passing on that dick. So I get used to Randy Newman, ladies. <laughs> uh, Jeff's about to blow. Blow his load. <laughs> you just want to think about baseball to stop his dick. This is the best of both worlds. Great hosting right here. You get to do your Randy Newman impression, and I get to, I get to weigh in on a dick or a scenario. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to paint the picture here, because there's no way that you would like five years into taking this agreement, you would be cool with. Oh, Jeff's thinking about <laughs> a better-looking girl while he fucks your ass. If you just, from now on, spoke like Randy Newman, I think I would like you more. <laughs> I think we would hang out more outside of this podcast, actually. <laughs> I can't. I don't know how I would, when I'd get sick of listening to Randy Newman. You better get ready. I mean, he's gonna tongue dart your puss. Especially if I'm essentially nutting every time I hear Randy Newman. <laughs> <laughs> like, like every time, like one, you just get beat I, off yeah, the Toy Story. Yeah, I might, I might jerk off at a Toy Story screening, and that that that's certainly gonna put me on a list. Yeah, your dick just has like a Pavlovian response to Randy Newman now. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the office uh a cold open where he where he fuck every time Jim hits the bell, he gives Dwight a uh, oh, yeah, a breath yeah. mint. Yeah. Every time I hear Randy Newman, I just get a huge boner. But that's every sexual encounter, so that even includes masturbating. <laughs> Wasn't that a self-sexual encounter? Yeah, while you're jacking off. Well, Jeff's tuckering himself out. He's beating too much, getting sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just He's whenever... thinking about fat chicks. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't two ladies, she ain't a lady. Uh I don't think No, I don't I I've had I've had to turn down much tougher dicks than this one. And I, I'm not sucking this dick, no way. Alright. Is it Randy Newman's dick? No, it doesn't have to be Randy Newman's dick. Oh, well, that was going to push me towards the dick, actually. <laughs> well, then that takes us to the Oscars. Yep. So we made our big bet. Where I triumphed. And to everybody who, like people were in the Slack channel, were watching the Oscars and keeping score and keeping tabs in real time. So for everybody who just doesn't feel like putting in the effort, uh, by the way, I get it. 
and just waits until <laughs> we do the podcast to hear the results. Here you go. Um, oh, shit. I guess I should pull up the, uh, the, score? the winners. That would be helpful, right? Why? Well, yeah. I just have my picks and whether they're right or wrong. So we selected nine, and then there was three bonus. Do I have that correct? I think we, we did... Yeah, we did animated as a tiebreaker and then realized what if we what if that doesn't solve things? So we we off off air we picked a couple more just as as backups. I should have uh, like a correlated parlay with my best movie. Yeah, I, you should have. With the best movie and Whatever the best director. Means. Like how did I if I think Parasite was going to win best movie, I should have picked the best director one correctly i had sam mendes that was what i had for best director and i went to uh well we started with original screenplay no where the fuck is that uh sorry everybody that one was parasite as well right or was that one the adapted one um i know what i got or what i put and it was wrong well yeah it was I picked Marriage Story for original screenplay, and you guys both picked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, here we go. Original screenplay, Parasite was the winner. Yeah. Yeah. So Parasite won that. Nobody got a point there. Adapted screenplay, I went with Jojo Rabbit, and you guys both picked Joker. Yep. And I got... uh, I I feel like me picking Taika Waititi was an even bigger swing and dick move than you picking Parasite for Best Picture. Yeah, but that's a nice guess, or a nice uh, selection. <laughs> but no, the best movie is the biggest one. Oh, we, I'm, I'm, I'm saying we we wait these next year. I'm telling you, I think it's. I think it should matter the bigger the awards should have more points. That's what I think. So, But you adapted screenplay... You got that one with Jojo Rabbit, right? Yeah. Nice. And then we jumped to director. Uh, and Jeff and Shuddy picked Sam Mendes for 1917, which I honestly thought was going to get it. I was kicking myself for not picking that. But I picked Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, and boom, got another fucking point! That's not. This is you're reading them how we selected them, right? Not how the telecast listed them. No, or, this was just or, um, presented them. I have no idea how the order went. Because I'm saying, if you're follow, if you're one of the people that are actually following along at home, you were running away from it at this point. If this was the the how it broke. Well, they kind of jumped around, right? I don't, I don't think this this wasn't the order that they picked them on the show, but right. Then we did at. supporting actress. Uh, I picked Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. Jeff, you picked Laura Dern for Marriage Story, and Shuddy picked Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. Jeff got on the board with that one. Laura yeah. Dern getting her, what, first first Oscar, I think? Yeah. So then we went to Best Supporting Actor. We all picked Brad Pitt, so we all got a point there. He was always going to win it. I thought it was acceptance speech. While it wasn't, uh, it wasn't douchey, it kind of was like lame. I like that he gave the um, stunt stunt workers a like shout that. out and said that they they deserve an Oscar category. 
I guess just the once upon him ending his acceptance speech with the title of the film was kind of cheesy is what I'm getting at. But uh. except thanking the stunt workers and all that stuff. That was cool. I agree with you there. That was cool. I, 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 I fucking love Brad Pitt. I've been a huge Brad Pitt fan too. ever since I was a kid. He seems like the coolest dude in the world. About time he gets an acting Oscar. Yeah. Got his, his breakthrough in Thumb and Louise, which mean you were going to, uh, reenact. Yeah, we're gonna just <laughs> once we finish this episode, Jeff and I are hopping in my car and driving off a fucking cliff. Yeah, but we're gonna go stop at Salt and Straw first. And oh eat hell ice yeah! Cream <laughs> on the way out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not dying without a belly full of ice cream. <laughs> um, and ba- and basically, Brad Pitt just had to play a fucking super handsome, cool as fuck dude, and that's what he gets an Oscar for. Yeah, it was like a lifetime achievement award almost. Yeah, like he essentially was Brad Pitt. Uh, then it goes to lead actress, and Shuddy picked Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. I picked Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. Jeff picked Renee Zellweger for Judy, a movie that nobody but my mom saw. And Jeff got a point. Yeah. Renee Zellweger and her squinty, lemon-sucking face. Well, all the things that I read indicated that Renee Zellweger was going to prevail but then again that was how it was with sam mendez and the other ones that i got wrong too but it was just me who went with renee zellweger yeah you went with scarlett johansson who did you go with harriet tubman yeah and then we go to lead actor which was a wash because all of us picked joaquin phoenix for joker and joaquin won yep tore down milk and cows in the process yep oh what a fucking a dick Lunatic. He's better than no one. Oh, really? Himself. You, uh, you guys just getting on the train that Joaquin Phoenix is weird? Yeah, but it's just disappointing. It didn't seem like his Golden Globe speech was that bizarre. I guess it was just a bigger moment, and he kind of freaked out. I, I don't just, know. I'm not. I'm not that offended by vegans anymore. She's like, I don't know. I kind of get it. Animals are cute. The... Offended. That That is the worst type of vegan, that guy, though. What, a preachy one? Yeah, a preachy one. that He, he got on the biggest stage and preached his vegan bullshit. And, like, essentially just... Hey, the guy's got a cause. He, yeah, all right, right. He's sticking to his guns. All right, so, but, it, but, but the way you phrase it is that you went out of your way to hate on vegans when I feel like vegans go out of their way to act like douchebags. Or at least that one does. I mean, if you like, if you put yourselves in the mind frame of a vegan, like, right? Well, people don't think abortion's cool either, but yeah, that's true. I mean, well, people certainly sound off on that. Yeah, right. And those people are fucking annoying. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I, it's weird. The older I get, I feel like you're supposed to get crankier the older you get, and. I'm I'm getting to the point the more I get the more I don't give a shit. It's like, all right. You want to use your your couple minutes after winning like the most distinguished award your profession can get to sound off on your cause? All right, whatever. It's not really going to move me one way or the other, but I like Joaquin Phoenix. If he wants to use his 60 seconds to bitch about vegans, yeah, I don't know. But I'm not going to fucking lose any sleep over it. What do I care? On, on one hand, I agree with you. I actually really like Joaquin Phoenix, and I've liked him his whole career. 
So that's why that whole Oscar speech, which I thought was really douchey, and he came off like a fucking idiot, disappointed me about. Or that's what disappointed <laughs> me mostly is that I, I I grew up liking Joaquin Phoenix. Still do. He's a oh, phenomenal. Great. You actor. know what? Joaquin Phoenix was going to come on the podcast next week, <laughs> but now that he's hearing your your hateful words, he's going to cancel. Here's the thing: I'm so confident in my abilities to connect with people. We can bring Joaquin Phoenix in here. I'll tell him how I fe- feel. He'll respond how he'll how he wants, and we'll end up friends. We'll follow each other on, on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, he strikes me as a guy who doesn't have Twitter. Actually, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna see. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a Twitter guy to me either. For some reason, <laughs> if for some reason. <laughs> so that takes us to the big category, the big award of the night: Best Picture, Shuddy Boy Pick, 1917, which I think was the favorite. I feel like everybody who I saw that posted their Oscar picks for like their Oscar bets had 1917 taking the the big award of the night. Uh, I picked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because that movie kicked ass. Everybody seemed to like it, and Hollywood loves movies about itself. Hollywood loves Hollywood movies, so I kind of figured that was that was a shoe in. Jeff went with Parasite, and he hasn't stopped fucking bragging about it ever since last week. Parasite won Best Picture. And I picked Parasite for the exact opposite reason of why you picked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Essentially, because, I, I mean, while your your thought process is strong, I feel like Hollywood's trying to get away from its old bullshit. And in, in, in that effort and in that spirit, they were going to pick Parasite. And I turned out to be pretty much the smartest man when it comes to uh, mo- motion pictures. Hashtag Oscar so white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, where are all you whining pussies now, huh? Yeah, everyone wanted to fucking bitch about diversity, but... Yeah, they gave it to the Asians. Don't you look stupid? Yeah, last last year they gave it to the interracial couple of Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali. <laughs> and the year before that, it was a gay black... Uh, oh, yeah, that's ...protagonist. Right. Yeah. So, and... And I feel like Guillermo del, del Toro has won a bunch of awards in that. In the meantime, oh and, yeah, the um, call, what was it, Shape of Water? Yeah, one best the, picture. Yeah, and w- did Roma win or no? We're, no, 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 we lost a Green Book. No. Right? Yeah, lost a Green Book. That's a, that's uh, Oscars are trying back, to be less racist, it is, but it is a little underwhelming. Like I've never seen. Uh, what was the, the, the gay people one? The gay black dudes? Moonlight. Moonlight. I've never seen Moonlight. Me neither. And I've, from what I've heard from people that have seen it, I'm like, yeah, it was mediocre. Green Book, that was a good movie, but that was definitely not the best movie I saw that year. Um, I will say, I feel like out of the last four years, I liked Parasite more than I liked Shape of Water and more than I liked Green Book. Okay. I still feel like... Out of the ones that were nominated, I liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Joker more than I like Parasite. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I think Marriage Story is better than Parasite, too. So, uh, most importantly, the whole reason we go through this Oscar rigmarole every single year is there's a punishment involved. Let me just say first, I hate, I hate this. I, I, and I, I actually feel bad about it. I'm not going to even talk shit to Shuddy. <laughs> that means Shuddy, me Shuddy Boy came in last place, and he is going to have to do a bong hit out of his own piss. I think it's yes. with. I think it's with his own piss. 
Shuddy agreed. You threw it out there. well before me. You threw it out there as an option. Oh, yeah. Shuddy immediately was like, yeah, whatever. Hey, worst case scenario, I get a bong hit out of the deal. Honestly, if I if we if we do that vote again, there's no way I say yes. Just Shuddy said yes so fast, like, oh man, he's gonna make me look like a big pussy. I mean, you you do very well on these Oscar picks. I don't know why you're always sweating it. Do I? I guess I do. I mean, I lost last year. Shuddy lost the year before that. Shuddy Boy always gets treats. He got some Oreo cream and a bong hit. Wait a second. You turned that into a treat? <laughs> we are not on the same page with that one. We are not on the same frequency. No. I wouldn't go that far. I would say the Oreo cream. You can definitely argue that's a treat. Not lard. Oreo cream. <laughs> but bong hits out of his own piss? I don't know. Hopefully he's coming into it with some strategy. Drinking a whole bunch of water the day of, day before. He, lay off the Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't eat any asparagus. Yeah. It'll be all right, though. I mean, it's gross. Are you are you sweating this at all, Shuddy, or is this no big deal? I my only concern is that there is You're gonna like health it. ramifications with inhaling particleized urine. Not your own. I mean, you can drink your own urine. I've drink I've drank my own right, piss. but drinking it is different than breathing it. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you only huff and piss for like once. Yeah, I mean, but that's my only reservation about it. But I'm not. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't want to. I don't want to see it. I'm not going to be a part of it. I'm skyping into that episode. God, what a bummer! Particleized piss. When he said it like that, I like. I got like a cold streak. I was just like, oh Jesus! Oh my God! That's scary. It was. I feel bad. So, I mean, when we do the 2021 Oscars, we're not doing it. I'm pulling out. What do you? What do you? What, do you, what would you say if um, you have to get your belly button pierced and keep it in for a week? <laughs> <laughs> I am not answering that before January 2021. <laughs> I, I'm kicking this fucking can down the street. I'm not interested in, in having this discussion right now. <laughs> That is so ridiculous. I mean, I, 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 my, my I've already done that just on a dare. <laughs> Troy Kwan pierced my belly button at a party Troy in New York Kwan. once. <laughs> oh, man. We got to have him back. When, when is he back in L.A.? I don't know. Hopefully South soon. American. His, that black caviar um, act of his is really kicking ass. Yeah. Did that He's belly, doing tons of cool shit. Did that belly button fiasco... Could that earn us like some VIP in the Troy Kwan green room? I don't know. I'm about to put that in my Tinder bio. I just put like one time Troy Kwan pierced my belly button at a party. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna get you so much more pussy than whatever you got in there right now. <laughs> Troy Kwan's awesome. Yeah. We gotta get A, I wanna go to the black caviar shit. I'm sure that's awesome. I don't know if it's my type of thing, but That's EDM, but I mean whatever. I'll do some drugs and party and Hey, I would love for him to come back on the podcast. I thought the episode that he was on was great. Um, yeah, Troy kicks ass. But as far as... See, I would rather do the belly button than the... the Bong piss? Yeah, the bong piss. Because I I feel like it does need to be videotaped in a way. 
And I just, I don't know, for whatever reason, I can, with a straight face, and like, I can look someone in the eye and be like, yeah, I lost a bet. I got my belly button pierced. Fucking weird. <laughs> I can I feel better about having that conversation than I took a bong rip with piss. <laughs> like I I I'm But it was my own piss, so it wasn't gay. <laughs> I mean <laughs> Yeah, like I'm gonna be thirty four at this time uh next year. And I just feel like it would be easier for me to keep a you know, hold face or whatever just and Man, that take just... a piercing than a that just made me realize we only got a couple more years before this shit gets really embarrassing. When Shuddy and I are 40 drinking our no. own piss from making Oscar picks. I think we're there. <laughs> I, I was thinking that when I drove in. I was like, you know what? This whole Oscar bet thing. Maybe it's time that we retire the, the gnarly punishments. I mean, I don't know. The Puminati love it. Great. But I would like to, I would like to think a majority of the Puminati would stick stick with us past the Oscar bet stuff. Nobody's going to cancel their subscription <laughs> if we stop doing the Oscar picks? I mean, we have it's, so it's, many. We're, uh, probability would say at least one. I think it's a, a just a fun thing to look forward to every to once once a year. Yeah, but... Seeing who has to eat crow and do something gross or painful. The fucking... Man, just I, I really just felt bad about myself and my maturity level when I was driving in here today thinking about Shuddy having to take a fucking <laughs> bong rip with his own piss. Just like, what am I doing? Would you? I, I will tell you who is not happy about this punishment is Sharon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I can... I can go ahead and assume she's not happy. Yeah. <laughs> if I know women like I think I know women, I would say Sharon is very not happy. She's also not happy that I'm going to make her video it. Whoa. And I'm going to do it the first weekend we're in our new house. Oh, really? Oh, I thought you were going to do it while you were out here. And in... Yeah. You don't, you know, you, you can keep your home life and your podcast life separate. You, don't, you don't have to put Sharon through that. I don't think she, we don't, we don't want any innocent bystanders. I don't want her that blood on my hands. I guess technically it'd be your blood because she's the one. She's gonna go nuts. <laughs> that's, I mean, how could you not? And that's what I was thinking about. Like if I was still with my ex, and I had to take a bong rip with piss, there's no way that's going on the internet. A and B. Yeah, we're doing it here, and I'm going to lie and tell her that I don't know that I'm not coming here for that ever. I that's never being discussed. It would essentially going to be like a t- tour of war duty. Like it's something I'm going to leave in the past, and I'll probably pick up drinking heavier booze. Really, after I d- shuddy, Godspeed, brother. But I don't think you have to do it until you come out here, unless you want okay. to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I thought I would just do it and get it over with and put it on the internet so there was proof that I did it. <laughs> Your call, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe put it up <clears throat> only on the Patreon for all tiers. I thought that was what we agreed on. Well, yeah, that's what I thought you, we were going to do. Oh, okay. Well, the Patreon. Uh, do you have any movies well, to review? I don't. Damn it. But, I mean, speaking of movies, I do have an email from shitty movie aficionado Dominic. 
Uh, he was very hopeful that you would read this. Oh, I know. He's been tonight. texting me. Oh, has he? <laughs> yeah. We um, need to have him on the podcast. I Dominic needs to make a, an L.A. trip sometime with you, Shuddy. Uh, but Dom writes, Hey, guys, I just listened to the latest MSPH episode and, Kev, and was loving Kevin's reaction to my watch activity on Letterboxd. And, yes, I'm well aware it's Letterboxd. But the what the fuck did I just watch, guys, have been jokingly referring to it as Letterbox D, and it's sticking. So Yeah, I think it needs to stick because it's let, a community error. Yeah. I can't let you go down yourself, by yourself. I mean, you told me Letterbox D, and I could have easily just thought, <laughs> like, wait a second, this is a fucking idiot. But I never thought, I just, like, took you at your word that you knew what the actual title of the app was. And I should have sniffed it out. So it's so, a it's going forward. Error. We are going to be calling it Letterbox D, yeah. Despite absolutely. the fact we know what it's really called, yeah. So bear with us. And sorry to that company because it's over. Your now name is Letterbox D. Yeah, the Puminati has spoken. Yeah, we missed. Sorry, we <laughs> we didn't get it. So, so Dominic has a lot to say about Letterbox D. Uh, I'd like to address my star rating for Child's Play 2019 remake and Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. I was actually leaning on five stars for Child's Play, but decided on four and a half. It's that good. It reminded me of an 80s slasher with the dark comedy and extreme amounts of gore. It wasn't too short or too long at a cool 90 minutes. Adding the fact that it was a reimagining and not a straight-up remake uh, made it way more appealing. I wish more studios would do that with their remakes. I couldn't wipe the smile off my face during most of the movie. I loved it. See what I mean? It's fucking Dominic, virgin. Dominic is... You will never find anybody more on brand than Dominic. Uh, I noticed that Kevin rated it two stars, and that made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he can explain in more detail why he rated it two stars. I don't know. It was utterly ridiculous. I, th- I think I... We talked about it on the show, right? I, I, it was just goofy. Yeah, and I know child's probably. play movies are goofy, but I mean that one was just. I see why Dominic liked it, but I also see why I thought it was very <laughs> stupid. I see what he was thinking, but then I know why I hated it. <laughs> uh, and then Dominic goes on to say, "You'd think with a name like Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers that it would be a good movie." Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I, I don't know where he could have went wrong with Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. But it sucked. Uh, I bought it because of the title, and I'll be the first to admit that was a big mistake. Can't judge books by their cover, Dom. I watched Rookie it. A, mistake. I watched it a few years ago and didn't think it was that great. I gave it another watch to see if it would be a contender for what the fuck did I just watch? But it definitely won't make the cut. Gunnar Hansen couldn't save the movie as the strength, the stranger, uh, a mysterious Egyptian chainsaw cult leader. The only saving grace was Linnea Quigley's infamous dance of the double chainsaws, where she's seductively dancing around with chainsaws covered in nothing but body paint. Oh, oh boy. All right, brace yourself, Jeff. He says, Jeff, I've never seen Armageddon, but it's now on my watch list. Oh, my God. Can you put that on what the, fu- what the fuck did I just watch? Just do Armageddon. I mean, oh, my God. He says, I, uh, I'll log it on Letterbox D after I watch it, and then you can see my star rating. I have high hopes for it. Can we do it? Can we do a fucking 
Will you guys accept me as a guest on What the Fuck Did I Just Watch? And we'll do a four-hour Armageddon podcast? (laughs) I'll fucking go forever on Armageddon. I love that movie. I fucking... You know I love that movie. Kevin, I'll definitely be staying active on Letterboxd. I'm addicted to it now, as am I. I, like after I get out of the theater, I immediately go on Letterbox D and mark it as watched, and then I wait until after the podcast is posted before I reveal my rating on it. Um, P.S. True Lies reigns supreme over Top Gun in my book any day. Have a good show, guys. Peace. Shut the fuck up. I wonder <laughs> if he likes Goonies over all, all uh, over both of those. Uh, Shuddy, you got an email. Some guy is angry of you, angry with you, and says he d- he doesn't like hearing your bowl scraping and controller clacks, and food wrappers. He says it's jarring. He's got a problem with your asthma, or is it ASMR? It's ASMR. Uh, oh, that, I like to call it asthma though. That would be another good Patreon tier, Shuddy's Asthma, and it's just Shuddy Boy chewing on Doritos, controller clacks, (laughs) and bowl scrapings. Yeah, we're going to make that the $20 tier, though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wonder how many subscribers we would get. Is there one person in the Puminati? We'll auction it off. You get get four. uh, Each week, you'll get some Shuddy Asthma. Here's another email. This is kind of an interesting question. It says, hello, MSPH. Question for you. Who is hotter? Sarah Connor from Terminator 2 or Ripley from Aliens? Uh, they both had similar builds and bodies and were both badass and sexy. This was a question we discussed a lot at work one day. Also, which movie do you think is better, T2 or Aliens? I mean, there's no question it's T2. Uh, both are amazing sequels in great action franchises and both have scores. Uh, within the percent on rot- or one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, I gave the slight edge to Sarah Connor and T two. Love you guys, longtime listener Courtney. Um, in all honesty, I never found Sarah Connor all that attractive as a kid, or Sigourney Weaver for that matter. Well, I, I just agree. thought they were badasses. I I agree. I feel like this is a chick question too. I think I know Courtney. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the. Was his email right? Email yeah, Courtney. Um, I agree with you. I think you kind of nailed it with the Terminator Two. When you're just like, you know, we can all agree that Terminator Two is better. I, I've if I've said it once, I've said it a million times. I feel like T Two. If that's your choice for best movie ever, I I understand. I yeah. agree in a lot of ways. I mean, I I'm I'm partial to several movies as greatest movies ever, but. Definitely Armageddon's in that conversation. But That's T2, why I like that Letterbox D um, lets you put up your Mount Rushmore of movies. Does it? I yeah, you can fuck around with that app more. You can feature four movies on your profile that are like your favorites. Do you, what are, what are, what's your Mount Rushmore? Do you want to take think... any guesses? Yeah. Shuddy, you go. You know them better. If you think about what would be on your... Is Clerks on your Mount Rushmore? Clerks is absolutely on his Mount Rushmore. It's not. Nah. You know How what? is it, it was, not? I, it it is, was, it you was, only have four, Shuddy. Think it about it. It was a really, really, really tough decision. But one movie snuck ahead and beat it up there. Oh, it's like honorable mentions on the Mount Rushmore? If I could pick a fifth, it would be Clerks. No shit. Yeah. Okay. 
Woman. It might just be because I've seen Clerks so many times. I had it on VHS and literally would come home from school and watch it every day. So I have the movie memorized, and that might hmm. play into it. Like I've just seen it so many times that it's... But how does that not make it on your Mount Rushmore if you've seen it that many times? Yeah, it's, that's confusing logic to me, actually. I'm with you on uh, on that, Shuddy. All right, uh, Shuddy, you go out the guess. Oh, well, I guess, well, all right, Terminator 2. No. It's not on your Mount Rushmore. Okay, your Mount Rushmore sounds kind of gay already. Well, Shuddy, go ahead. You fire something uh, out. Trying to think what else he's rated five dicks. I mean, I put T2 on my Mount Rushmore. How about Dark Knight? Nope. Huh. Okay. It is a five dick. This though. is fun. And we can do this. <laughs> hey, how about you don't ever announce your well, it's already it's on the app. But don't you don't announce it to me and I'll just guess every week. We'll just make this a thing. I'm gonna get one. Don't tell me. I don't <laughs> Oh wait, no, no the odd this is for the Puminati too. Alright, what's on your Mount Rushmore? Because I could really I, I'm having fun, but I don't know I'll if start- anyone else is at home. <laughs> I'll start with the one that you're going to be like, oh, what the fuck? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, because then we can argue about it. So Akira. It I, I didn't even see it. I mean, that is such a bitch-ass Kevin Kraft Mount Rushmore to put up there, or Mount Rushmore head. That's such a bitch-ass Jeff Clark comment. How dare you slight Akira? You were always just going to go. Greatest movies no, ever you made. you did it, or some corny-ass remark, whatever. All right, Akira. Second pick... On my Mount Rushmore, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <laughs> I agree with that one. You butthole. You but you would both put that on your Mount Rushmore. Yes, it is absolutely. So I got T two, definitely. My third pick on my Mount Rushmore is Fight Club. Fair enough. I mean I I don't I think Fight Club is like a three and a half dicker, maybe three. I'm not a huge fan, but I, I I respect that pick. And my fourth spot that just narrowly nudged out clerks is the Big Lebowski. <laughs> I feel like it's so played out, but just I can't have that movie be on and not smile. Like any part if you're flipping through the channels and Big Lebowski's on, no matter what part of it, you're just gonna stop. So I think I've given you this take before, but I think uh, John Goodman as Walt is the funniest performance in the history of movies. I think there's more laugh. Like, just whenever he shows up on screen, he doesn't even need a line. He's just hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. I think he's that's the funniest character in any movie ever. Walt. Walter. <laughs> I fucking love that. My, my Mount Rushmore would be Terminator 2 for sure. Armageddon. I think I'm going to throw Rocky. And I'll go to Departed. Interesting. Yeah. All Goodfellas right. is probably the 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 fifth, the honorable mention. Shuddy, do you have a Mount Rushmore? You said Scott Pilgrim? Yes. Scott Pilgrim, Top Gun. <laughs> what? Field of Dreams. What? Um Field of and Dreams. Probably it it would either be mall rats or chasing amy those are both kevin smith movies yes 
think I like chasing Amy more than mall rats and, and clerks. I like Zach and Miri make a porno a lot when it came out. That is a an underrated Kevin Smith movie. Zach and Mary make a porno. Yeah, I thought that's it was a really hilarious. funny movie. Yeah, Elizabeth Banks and Seth Rogen kill it. Yeah. Um, oh, here we go. Here's a, a, a an email and a bit of a delay, but um, this one has the subject tit sucking. <laughs> Remember we were talking about like. Ball licking yeah. and tit sucking. <laughs> I hope this is a woman because I'm I'm sick of hearing guys' opinions on tit sucking. I'm I need I need something from the other side. Not only is it a woman, it's a lesbian. Oh God, the authority on boob sucking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So she says, uh, "Hey guys, need to weigh in on the hot takes." Yeah, you do. <laughs> Longtime listener and Patreon member of the Slack. I feel as a lesbian, I am super qualified to talk about some titty licking. <laughs> You absolutely are. Yeah. Uh, I'm not totally sure if it's the same sensation because some ladies have more sensitive nips than others. But when my girl licks my nipples, it is one of my fucking favorite things in the world. She knows that if I'm ever mad about something, all she'd have to do is take my shirt off and start that. Everything else is great, too. Don't get me wrong. But I think it's super hot. And I'm sure other ladies like it, too. Anyway, Top Gun rules. And you're a dildo if you don't agree. Keep it up, boys. Ashlyn. Man, Ashlyn just slam dunk all over you in that email. <laughs> Called you a dildo yeah. for not liking Top Gun and essentially <laughs> shit all over your theory of women not being into their nipples or boobs being sucked. I tell you what, because like, uh, as a guy with ADD, I need lots of things going on at the same time. So when I'm hooking up, I like... Uh, so as long as she's... Playing with your butthole at the same time, she can suck your nipples. Nice. No, Shuddy, you fucking Weisenheimer. That was a good one. No, it wasn't, Jeff. Yeah. Don't encourage that. Yeah. That's what you just said. Multiple things have to be going on at once. Yeah. Yeah, where did I say anything about my butthole? Well, you don't like any ball It, it was implied. So. No, yeah. I mean, m- me doing things. I'm not sitting there playing with my own butthole. Well, I thought... I like to have a hand on a booby, a hand on a butt cheek... Uh, you know, get some motorboat in. <laughs> you need a borrow hand? <laughs> yeah, I like. I I need to stay I'll busy. Put a couple fingers. In there. It's like, man, I I can't believe this 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 girl's gonna have sex with me. This happens so so infrequently. I have to make the most of this. Oh, hunk a booby. Uh, let me hunk this booby. Oh, grab some ass cheeks here. Like there, lots I'll get of things. Get a load of a spank bank for the next three years. Yeah. So while I'm like cupping a butt cheek, honking a booby, and sucking the other one, I'm like. She's probably just like, ah, oh, this fucking idiot. What am I, some sort of human Rubik's Cube? But uh, if they're anything like Ashlyn, they like they like the boob attention. So I was doing oh, a good job. Oh, God, this guy's losing his, losing his virginity. <laughs> Great. Now this motherfucker's going to be following me around for the rest of his life. All right, don't just, just breathe. It'll be over in like five minutes. Yeah, there's At no best. way this guy's got any endurance. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, yeah, once he gets it in, it's going to be over. He's fucking honking my titty like a virgin <laughs> over here. Um, and we got a quick one from Rob who just says, can you ask Jeff to say cattle decapitation? Cattle decapitation. There you go, Rob. Suck my ass, Rob. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Speaking of Let's ke- see. people up? we need to have back on the podcast. Oh, yeah? Rob. Wait, that's Rob Sprantz, right? There was another Rob. No, that wasn't Rob Sprantz. Oh, that's what I was, that's what I thought I was responding to. Oh. 
Well, he could suck my ass too, that Rob. So, why why do you want Rob Sprantz to suck your ass? I don't want him to. I just, you know. Rob's, you need uh, him to? Rob's an old friend. He's the homie, so I'm just talking shit as if he, mm. you know, were bitch-ass Paul or you. You, for instance. Oh. That kind of sucked my ass. I mean, I, like, I, I, I think I mentioned this in the Easter egg, but um, I, with my flight delay, I did manage to finish Lock and Key. You did mention that. Um, but you also kind of gave some Lock and Key dicks last week, I thought, right? I don't think so. Or did we? Because I, I didn't finish. I didn't finish the season. Okay. So I, I withheld the dicks. You teased the dicks. All right. Yeah. So how many Lock and Key dicks? I, it wasn't trending. I don't even well. know, man. It, and it's. Because I think it's just it's it's a comic I love. It's a comic that got me back into comics after like a really long break, and it really is one of the the best comics I've ever read. Like it's it's great horror. It's got a really cool story, cool concept. It's violent, um, and it's it's got lots of unexpected twists and turns and some disturbing elements to it. And then they put it on Netflix. They give it a budget of $5, and they make it a CW show for tweens. And it's like, ah, come on. That's not what fucking Lock and Key is. How'd you miss the mark so badly? It did pick up a little bit in the later episodes. But I don't know. It was just the kid that plays Bodie is just fucking brutal. It's just I know he's a little kid, but they're, good, they're act, kid actors that are actually good. I feel like they could have found one of those, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the woman that plays the mom with guy, her fucking... Who's the kid in Jojo Rabbit? With her crazy bug eyes. It was freaking me out. She had a crazy face. She looks Poor like... Poor man's Gillian Anderson. Or, um... Yeah, no. Um, Julianne Moore. She's a poor man something. I'm I don't pulling know, up man. the lock and key IMDB page now so I can... Every time she was on screen, faces, I got, like, uncomfortable. Faces of the names... I don't know. It's it's annoying being that nerd. Like the the comic was better, but call my bluff. Just get the first trade and read that, and tell me I'm not wrong. Yeah, I I agree. Go out and buy comic books and read them. <laughs> yeah, listen to Jeff. Yeah, that's exactly what I would do too. If you don't believe him that the comic book's much better, then why don't you just fucking go buy it? Find out yourself. Exactly. I I watched. The third episode of McMillions aired last night. It's a six-part HBO documentary. Uh-oh. I've watched the oh, first IMDb. three episodes as well. It's. I didn't know Mark Wahlberg was involved until I looked it up today. He's involved in a lot of HBO stuff. He was like an executive producer on Boardwalk Empire and stuff. I feel like he makes like stupid money. Oh yeah, like off of like his production deals and all that stuff. Is that's probably why he's not even really acting that much, right? It's because, like, whatever. Why would he if he could just make a fuck ton of money yeah. producing things? He has more time to just slay puss puss. Yeah, he's a big golfer too, right? But McMillions is good. I like it a lot. Um, it's about, like... Uh, like The McDonald's Monopoly game. Yeah, the McDonald's Monopoly game that was essentially, like, defrauded every year for, like... There were no legitimate winners uh, of the game pretty much ever. 
It's from like 87 to uh, 89 to 2001. Right. Okay. That's what it was. I feel like that documentary <coughs> is just going to piss me off so bad. Like, I tried so hard to win those Monopoly things. And I knew it when you were playing it. Because even in, when, like, when I was living in Jersey, like, my friends and I all pooled our Monopoly pieces. And they do the same thing. If it's, if it's a three-property block, they make two super common and one is non-existent. This is awesome. You and should watch it then. And yeah. if it's a two-property block, there's one that's non-existent and one that's always showing up. Because I fuck with McDonald's. And growing up, I'd, I ate a lot of McDonald's. And I absolutely had high hopes about the Monopoly game when it was running. And I, I... Sorry, Jeff. Go ahead. I was just saying, I didn't. I mean, not maybe not pulling together, but yeah, with the family, we collected the pieces for sure. This is a big thing in my household. Go ahead, Shuddy. I when I initially saw the trailer for it, I thought that it was something that McDonald's was doing shady to keep there from being winners. Yeah, that was like the original thought I had too. Ah. Uh, but it was not. It was just somebody who was able to get their hands on the pieces. Well, yeah, we're three episodes through, and it's like yeah. it's kind of the mafia and an inside and an inside connect that they got. And it's everybody was related to one person somehow that won all the major prizes. Yeah, there was a few like that's, outliers that's revealed in the like the first. 10 minutes of the first episode. Right. But you should give it a, you should watch it. I mean, you should definitely watch it. It is crazy. And the, the thing that I find a little strange about it is all these former FBI agents that are talking about this, ham it up pretty, pretty heavily for the cameras. Yeah. Well, uh, they're getting silly with it. I feel like it's yeah. kind of explained the by that guy, guy Doug who, Matthews, who, who was the special agent who really broke it. Is you, he either is on or should be on ADD medicine? Uh, yeah. But even the the higher ups that they're they're cracking jokes and yeah, it's Doug, it's not as serious as I you know you would generally expect of somebody talking about a criminal investigation in a docu-series type setting. Yeah, they really like the characters kind of lighten it up or the 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 key members or figures of the whole investigation and all that like this guy Doug Matthews. So one of the you know stories in the first episode is like the first time they talked to the head of global security for McDonald's which is actually when you think about it it's probably a pretty nuts job, right? I mean, I think he was saying there's 50,000 McDonald's in the world. It's like, if you're the head of global security or something like that, like, it's probably got a sick paycheck, you know? Anyway, so they had, you know, they, the FBI was coming to them about, you know, the case that they were working on about the Monopoly game fraud. And this was news of the McDonald's. And this motherfucker, Doug Matthews, goes to the meeting with a French fried colored suit. This motherfucker is wearing a gold suit, like as an FBI agent. Where everybody else in the room is probably wearing black. Right. Or just like businessmen or whatever, like 
normal fucking guy, like wearing a normal suit. This motherfucker is dressed like a French fry. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But yeah, that's like the kind of character this guy is, and you can kind of tell. Or you can definitely tell, like just in his interviews. But like they kind of allude, I think, to the excitement in the first episode, Shuddy, when. Like Doug Matthews is just excited to be working on something that isn't boring because they're that in, isn't like, insurance fraud. Yeah, yeah, they're in like the fraud division of the FBI in Jacksonville. They're like, yeah, we essentially get nothing to do all the time. So like when they ran into this Monopoly case, it was like seriously the case that made this guy's career. I'm assuming. I mean, we're only yeah. He six the way in. the story is told right at the beginning of the first episode is him and his partner, the senior agent, were working insurance thing that he was bored to death of and the senior agent just had a post-it note sitting on his desk that said uh, mcdonald's monopoly fraud question mark with a phone number and he just asked if he could look into that for something different to do and it just kind of fell in their lap right so they haven't quite determined they haven't led to who snitched if they even know uh, yet they haven't revealed that. I actually have a guess on that, but um, I don't know. I, I hear what you're saying about being bummed out because I did spend time on it, and like it, we never had a chance. <laughs> we just that was it. Like someone had, someone had access, and that was we, we were never gonna win it. No one ever was gonna win it. It was only. It was only Uncle Jerry's decision to make. I feel like McDonald's should give everybody who took that game seriously a free home stereo or something. Give me a boombox. Yeah, but how would you be able to prove that you took it seriously? Like, yeah. You still just have listen, the pieces? Just listen to the tone of my voice. <laughs> just listen, yeah. I'll listen fight the Grimace words. in a bare-knuckle boxing match for it. I mean, yeah, dude. It's. I, I thought. I think it's an interesting documentary i'll give it a score once it's once it's concluded but there's three more weeks like i said six parter and only the third one i think it's thing. very good yeah i think it's pretty sweet but i'm i'm biased towards the shit a i love mcdonald's b i love true crime documentaries yeah this is right up your alley is they might as well just call this jeff clark the documentary <laughs> yeah yeah it's crime it's a documentary and it's mcdonald's yep I and I, for next week I'm gonna see I'm biting the bullet and I'm gonna go see Sonic the Hedgehog. Really? Yes. Why? I, I would have gone to see it this weekend, but there's no way I would have been able to convince my family to drive to the nearest movie theater in Vermont to go see Sonic the Hedgehog. And I'll tell you why. Jim I, I have to. As the, the child in me, I fucking loved Sonic growing up. I still love Sonic. I know it's gonna be bad, but. I owe it to my inner child to see a live-action Sonic the Hedgehog movie that has Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, you do. So fuck it. I like- I'm going to get super stoned. I'm going to bring the weed lean. And uh, you know what I feel like the best-case scenario is? Is it's like Speed Racer. The Wachowskis Speed I want to talk movie. about that in a second. But I like, like you, I like Sonic the Hedgehog a lot growing up. But I have no interest in seeing. Did the you movie. watch the cartoon where Urkel did the voice for him? Yeah, I did watch the cartoon. Yeah, me too. And I didn't realize that that was Jaleel White that did the voice for him. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know that either until you just said it. Well, yeah, I didn't know that either. I've read Sonic comic books. 
I I I I, 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 I wasn't a, a big fan like that, but I played the video games and stuff. I don't know if, if you guys saw Speed Racer, but I did. Did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was fun. Me too. And it's the weirdest fucking movie. I feel like if it came out a couple years later, it would have done a lot better because I don't think people were ready for such a weird style of movie yet. I feel like if if that came out after Scott Pilgrim came out, it would have done better. More people would have liked it. It's kind of like uh, Marty McFly when he's just shredding on the guitar. Like, ah. Just ahead of his time? I guess you guys aren't ready yet. Yeah. You're not, but your kids will be. Exactly, yeah. So I feel like worst case scenario, it's like Speed Racer. It's stupid, but it's got enough colorful, weird shit going on where it's not the worst uh, use of 90 minutes. And again, Jim Carrey is the fucking man. Yeah. Great Canadian. And he supposedly kills it in this. Like, it's got lukewarm It's got lukewarm reviews, but even the people that hate it say Jim Carrey just fucking destroys. Yeah, I mean... So how can you not... like? There's a movie out where Jim Carrey is awesome. Sure, I'll see that. Can't be bad. That can't be a waste of money. Man, we just watched, when we were in Vermont, Like, uh, we were just smoking blunts and doobies and channel surfing, and Ace Ventura 2 came on. When, when was the last time you saw Ace Ventura 2? A couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> uh, maybe not a couple weeks, but... Somewhat recently. It's it's still super funny, but like... Not holding up in 2020. <laughs> oh my god. There's some like brutal... Uh... Not very racially progressive, <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> On like multiple different races. Yeah. yeah like no, he hits the Asians with the monk stuff. He hits uh, black people with the, the African tribe stuff. Well, I mean, maybe but... it holds up just because it's... It's fair, essentially. I mean, he's giving it in all directions. It. I mean, it's. It's. I still laugh my ass off. I mean, if you think of the ending, I don't want to spoil anything, but think of the ending of Ace Ventura: Pet Detective One. You know, it's. Oh, I've, I saw it's that LGBTQ friendly. You know? I saw that on on Twitter that like there was some article that like millennials are watching Ace Ventura and freaking out over it. Because <laughs> yeah, when they when they turn spin her around and she's got a dick and she like, and turns all out she's out. trans. Yeah, everybody Spoiler that hooked alert. up with her is spitting and scraping their tongues with their fingernails. Yeah, that's the real you know. That's the real test. How cool are are you with it, millennial? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, why are they behaving like that? Anyways, before I forget the weed lean. So I mailed my parents out some weed lean. Oh. Could you mail me some? Since Kevin won't. Kevin, why won't you? I can, yeah. Alright, we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I mailed my, 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 my parents out some. I really wanted them to try. It is really one of the cooler marijuana products that are, that are out there on the market. And my mom calls me. She's like, oh, man. She's all excited. She's like, well, what do I do with it? It's like, all right. Well, I just you mix it in with Sprite or some ginger ale maybe. Stir it around. And it'll taste pretty good. It tastes really good, actually, I think. I really enjoy, like, the Caribbean mango taste. Like, oh, what, yeah. It's delicious. Like, the... Ch- the the flavor difference it makes in Sprite. It actually works really well. And you mix it up. You sip it somewhat slowly. You don't really crush it. I mean, I guess you can. It's just weed. 
and you'll get fucking high. It's fun. You're going to like it, Mom. She's like, all right. So I talked to her again about it today. This is I sent it to her maybe, I think she got it like a week ago. And she's telling me, she's like, ah, I just really want to thank you. This weed lean's awesome. Like, I like it so much. I was like, nice. She's like, I was like, uh, so are you mixing it with like Sprite or ginger ale? What would you go with? She's like, oh, no, I just like drink it like straight. Oh. Like, I just like syringe it in my mouth. Oh. She's like, is that weird? Like, yeah. mom, that's really fucking weird. Yeah, mom. So my fucking retarded mother can't even, she didn't even do weed lean right. It's like, mom, what are you fucking talking about? There's, I mean, I think technically she did it the way it was designed to be done. Fucking like just free base the weed lean. <laughs> fucking junkie mom. Yeah, I mean, I when I make myself a weed lean cocktail, there's like that reservoir tip in it, like a condom, and there's like a little bit of of weed lean that gets yeah. stuck in the tip, and I like to just like try and suck that out. But when you get like that little glob in your mouth, it's it's way too potent i mean just the the flavor is just too strong and too sweet it needs to be cut down it needs to be diluted i just think about like if we're all hanging out and if we're getting the wheeling and just seeing her just like syringe in her mouth like you fucking weirdo what are you doing (laughs) it would just be a weird thing to watch someone do like oh did you like that like yeah i mean it tastes good it's (laughs) just seeing them like per going I mean, it's sweet. It's like, oh, when you mix that, like, you know, like my mom is one of those people. Like, what the fuck are you doing, mom? Because I don't know. I think she tried to like play it off too. Like, well, you know, I'm trying to eat healthier, and I just don't want to have any soda in the fridge. Like, all right, all right mom, all right. I mean, you're gonna fucking get high though. I don't want to, you know, why don't you just do it the right way? So, I don't know. I thought it was weird, so I had to bring it up. Man, that makes me want to have some weed lean. Let's do it. Do you have any Sprite? I don't, but we can go get some. All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, If you got a free second, hey, why don't you plop on over to uh, iTunes, Apple Podcast, Apple whatever the flippity flop, Apple Store, and hook us up with a subscription and a review, please. It would be greatly appreciated. It's It's a great way to show your support for the podcast, and it really helps us out. And if you just need more fucking Mad Scientist Party Hour in your life, go to patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Check it out. Uh, there is tons and tons and tons of stuff on there. So once you once you join, you unlock all the previous shit. Uh, <gasps> we didn't get to any this week, but we'll, we'll try and bang a bunch out uh, next time. We can get to some of your voicemails, yay, if you'd like to be a part of that. Just call 201-472-0139 and leave a message after the beep. Uh, Or, if you're a little shy, you can just shoot an email to madscientist at riotcast.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddyboy. At Jeffrey Records. And at MSPH Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Shuddy, you got anything? No, sir. All right, friends, thanks for listening, but until next time, ooh, something. Let me look at my notes. The digital ones, not the handwritten ones. What's on the agenda today? Call Shuddy a pussy. Yeah, I have that written a few times. I eat the... Oh, shit. 
What happened? Hey. Hey. Hold on. What did you do? Check, check. All right, I think we're in business. I ate the pro- probably the biggest cheeseburger in my life the other day. And I, I've reached, like, pinnacle fatness. Well, not pinnacle. I'm not, uh, like, my heaviest or anything, but it was such an obese cheeseburger order. It was called... It's called the bing Game... Bong, bing. It's called the Game Changer 2.0. And do you want me to read you what's on it? Oh, there's cake. Are you interested, or am I just annoying you? No, I'm interested. It's from this place called GD Bro Burger. And it's got double patties, boss barbecue teriyaki sauce, which I think is just like a uh, homemade barbecue teriyaki sauce, two slices of American cheddar cheese, crispy bacon, six mozzarella sticks, and a fried egg. That sounds pretty delicious. I'm not going to lie. Oh, it was fucking amazing. And you get the, the option. What the fuck is going on here? You can get the option of getting a raspberry bun. Shutty so boy on a get, submarine? You can get like a pink bun. It's supposed to have like a little like a whiff of raspberry flavoring in there. I don't I don't really notice it that much, but it's nice. It's different. The fries at that place kind of suck though. They do like shoestring fries and I don't know if you've heard right. me. Shutty boy's on a fucking submarine. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Cock sucking piece of shit. Wait, Shuddy? Yeah, she's making submarine noises. He said he was here, ready, and waiting. Yeah. I don't know if the submarine noises means problems on my end or his. Hmm. Maybe he'll Skype us. I don't really know what you mean when you say submarine noises. It sounds the Did you same. Hear to those me. noises? It sounds the same as it usually, it usually does. goes. Boom, boom, boom. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Boom, boom. I thought that was for incoming though. I don't no, know. I, I always call Shuddy. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just just winging it as I go. I guess I don't know that. Okay, this is submarine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going. To 10,000 leagues below the sea. What's the what's the name of that? Movie, book, whatever. Ugh. 10,000 leagues above. I don't know. Five million queefs under the sea. One second, I'm a fucking moron. Well, Shuddy is uh, well, copping us some blame here. Yeah, there's only so far that Trivial Pursuit Victory will take you. Yo, Shuddy. Can you hear us? Yo. We sound all right? Yep, you sound fine. Why did Sorry you s- about that. Why did you say you're a fucking moron? What, what did you do on your end? Uh, I have never used the new laptop at my house. So I wasn't even connected to the Wi-Fi. I was just sitting here with everything open waiting uh, and wasn't connected to the internet. Gotcha. Totally my fuck up. Looks like Kevin's pissed, but oh, get well, he has every right to be. I'm just, I'm just sleepy. We have very little margin for error in this podcast. 
shuddy. <laughs> and I've used up the whole margin. Yeah, you're already. Now, you're now marginless. Yep. Hope you're happy. I've got to have my A game the rest of the time. Is your PlayStation? Are you in the new house? No, I'm at my house. This is the uh, last recording from Bethlehem. Oh shit! And then it's Quaker Town. Then it's permanently Quaker Town. Nice. It's a new chapter. Yep. Exciting you, new chapter. Are you going to miss your current house? Uh, not particularly. Yeah. Just think about all the pussy you got in that, right? Got <laughs> <laughs> to retire your jersey. <laughs> Leave it hanging up there in the, in the attic. <laughs> oh, man. I will not confirm nor deny that. Oh, <sighs> just trying to get all my ducks in a row. Yeah, we. This is a this is a big Kevin podcast. I feel like I'm I'm saying that because I don't have much to talk about, and I know you just took a trip or something. I did, or something. One of those things. We have the Oscars to talk about too, right? That we haven't we haven't recorded since then. No, we have not. You like that parasite call, don't you, Kevin? I uh, we were talking about the Oscars at work the uh, the weekend of, and I told them Parasite was gonna win, and everyone was like, "No, no fucking way!" And I came through this week and dropped my dick on the table, or was it last week? Last week. I'm excited. Yeah, you're you've been very proud of yourself for calling Parasite as the winner. It's honestly the Oscar best picture. We talked about this in the in the picks or the selections episode last week, but the the best picture nom uh category is usually up in the air. Or uh that's where like the most surprise comes in. So, it's not it, there it's never like a slam dunk or it's rarely a slam dunk, especially if you go back and you look at the recent winners. I still haven't even seen Green Book. I haven't seen a lot of the recent Best Picture movies. I saw you didn't see Green Book. No, I thought you did. No, I watched that somewhat recently. I like the people good. involved. Yeah, it was so a good flick. Maybe I should get Best check it Picture. Out. I don't know about all that, but enjoyable. Yeah, I kind of feel that way about Parasite. Honestly, I mean. It was somewhat enjoyable. Best picture? No way, but I don't know. I at I, least like I like Parasite better than I did Green Book. I had, just had more shit going on. Yeah. I have to I, you know, I might actually rewatch Parasite. Yeah, why not? I watched I watched a a Bong Joon-ho movie in the airport. I watched that Okja movie. Did you have some travel fuckery happen? I think I was oh, talking yeah. to Ginger about this last night on Fortnite. Yeah. You were... Yeah, we can get into that. On you the, were stuck? In the main episode. All the right. main part. What, do you want to press the buttons and make sure everything's good? I actually... I was thinking the whole day. I was tell like, you know what? what? I'm not going to smoke any pot during this podcast. I'm not. Really? That's a, that's a new leaf for Jeff? Well, Montgomery! I've been... 
I've been Tell sm- me what it is! Smoking pot and drinking caveman coffee during the episodes for the past, like, month or two now. And... Well, the caveman coffees are in full effect. Yeah. I think I need to get some pot just to mellow out. You don't mind, right? But I love- <laughs> Wait, are you already breaking your... You know what? I'm not going to smoke pot. Yeah, I know. That's, that's what I was teeing up to you, is that I'm... I, uh... I'm abandoning that plan immediately. Oh, I'm okay. tense. I'm tense, and I don't think I podcast well when I'm tense. That's, that's. I'm just lying. I'm just talking shit. I'm just smoke pot though. Yeah, go smoke pot. <laughs> what a wacko! Uh, Help you. I've had a fucking headache all day, too. <clears throat> My brain hurts. Oh, man. Where's your bully, big pussy? Oh, wait. It's in my room. I got something kind of in- not intrusive, but... Intrusive? Nah, that's not the right word. Every time I go to a good friend's house, just like my own place, I check the refrigerator, see what they're working with, and the freezer sometimes, just because, you know, the shuddy. Kevin's typically got snacks on deck, or, you know, he's a fucking stoner nerd, so those type of people usually have a sick selection of snacks or, and or drinks. I have an insane snack that I plan on uh, running downstairs to get at some point during the show. What is it? That I ordered off of GoPuff, which is a like a Postmates delivery service, but for munchies and stuff. It's a Butterfinger ice cream pizza. Holy shit. Fuck? Where I saw that on Instagram. I saw that on Instagram today. Where's it from? Go Puff? I wonder yeah. if they do it in other places, too. Here, I'll show you. I'll send you a picture of... Let me go to... Is there, like, a caramel or peanut butter drizzle on top of it? Um, yes, I was happy with my order. Skip. Can you buy these in the supermarket? Because that looks pretty I have never epic. seen them anywhere else. Uh... I want to eat... They come in... Uh, bunch of crunch, baby Ruth, and Butterfinger. Baby Ruth, I haven't had one of those in years. I don't even remember what's in a baby Ruth. I'm guessing there's nougat. Yeah, I'm guessing baby Ruth just baby Ruth the pun, is but peanuts. swings for the fences and just goes balls deep in nougat. Actually, it's a nougat filling with nougat on the outside. From what I remember, baby baby Ruth is a pretty solid candy bar, actually. It's a caramel peanut thing dipped in chocolate. Yeah, there's something wrong with that. I don't know why it's not like, I don't know, more widely praised. Like, I feel like no one ever fucked with Baby Ruth. And I would like, I don't know. Well, during, it was a, you know, Goonies, there was a resurgence with it. Damn right. You didn't see Goonies until recently, did you, Kevin? Goonies? Or no, I was thinking of Sandlot. I don't know why I said that. My bad. Never mind. I know what you're talking about too. 
I yeah, just I've thought because of the Baby Ruth thing or Babe Ruth, um, how that was a big thing in Sandlot. I just got my wires mixed up for a second with Goonies and Sandlot. I was not a huge Goonies fan growing up. I know I'm probably in the minority in this podcast. I feel like that's a more of a um, that's more of a hot take than than anyone's true lies or Top Gun take. It's tough. That's it's a pretty retarded thing you just said. <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> I I lost respect for you. <laughs> okay. Well, I appreciate you being honest with me. I mean, it's not. Is it better than True Lies though? I don't think it's better than True Lies or Top Gun. It's better than Top Gun. So yes, it is better than True Lies. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. I saw. Goonies I don't know. I don't know. Is Probably my number one. Goonies is a fantastic movie. It just, I saw it at, I, I'm, I don't know, maybe we saw it at the right age, but it was just, I mean, treasure hunt, finding a treasure map in your friend's attic, going on an adventure, being chased by bad guys, finding like a bunch of skeletons and rubies. You're, yeah, you but have, it's missing Nick Cage. Your friend's a big, giant, retarded guy. Yeah. You got Corey Feldman. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Astin in his prime. Um, that hot chick that plays um, Andy. Yeah, Andy's super hot. The cheerleader. And you have Martha Plimpton. Who else isn't Josh Brolin in that? Yeah, isn't Josh he's Brolin. The older brother? He's the older brother. Yep. I fuck with Josh Brolin. He hasn't been in a movie that I cared about in quite some time, though. Great music by Cindy Lauper. Was he Thanos? Yeah. He was okay. Yeah, well, I saw this on Instagram today. This ice cream pizza. I was actually thinking about trying to get my hands on it and doing a snack attack. So I'm happy that you're um, ahead of me on this. I'd seen it on there a while ago and never got it. And I was like, "That's what I'm going to eat tonight." I think that's what I'm going to be in the mood for. I'm at the point where these snack Instagram accounts kind of just bum me out. Like I, I can't find a lot of the shit that I'm seeing on there, and. I feel like that should not be a thing living in L.A. Because one of these snack accounts is based out in my like hood or where I'm originally from in upstate New York. And they seem to have like everything in Walmart and like Clifton Park, New York. It's just like, wait, how the fuck does it, how is it working like this? Like I moved away from a snack haven to Los Angeles. That doesn't even make sense. I haven't. I've been stuck with my dick in my hand as far as finding new Oreos goes. Ralph's is just has fucking eight shelves worth of plain Oreos, those basic bitches. So I don't know what to do there. You're not seeing the mega stuff there? We got the mega stuff, didn't we? We did. They're fucking gross. Oh, I don't agree with that. It's too much. Yeah, too much lard. Again, you're going to put it the most negative way possible. Yeah. Yeah, there were, I guess the cream is kind of lard, huh? Not kind of. It is. Lard's Not that there's a, anything wrong with that. Right, but lard's got a negative connotation to it. That's kind of what I mean. Fair. When you, when you say lard, it's just like, oh, man. We just got to put... The, we got to find a better word. The cream. <laughs> the Oreo cream. You know, the jizz. 
<laughs> yeah. We Oreo were at juice. the uh, the grocery store the other day, and I told <laughs> I told Sharon that we needed cow memory juice. Nice. Uh, and she did not like that at all. Yeah. Well. Yeah, your sexy talk is on point, Shuddy. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? Uh, Bernie Sanders had some uh, topless protesters raid his or storm one of his like rallies or, or nice. events. That's a good way to get me to pay attention. I guess he supported the milk industry or the dairy industry, and they were they were pissed. They were inspired by the Joker. It turns out. Really? Well, I hope mm-hmm. um, all of the negative parts about me inspire some ladies to show me their boobs out of anger. Yeah. That's the greatest protest maybe ever. That's the best way to get back at me. If if I ever get any ladies angry, just show me your boobs. That'll that'll teach me in my lesson. <laughs> yeah, I'll never do that again. <laughs> All right, you want to k- kick this fucker off? From Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. 